Hi, hi, hi. It's time to hit the math grind. This is After Class with Miss Donovan, back for our week three overview for Algebra 1. We had a real, real quick week since we took a quiz on Monday and we're taking a quiz on Friday. I'm so sorry it worked out like that. I hope it does not work out like that again and we just have one quiz for a week. But again, don't worry about it. You guys will do amazing. So we're going to get into what we did this week. And then at the end of our episode, we're going to have a quick overview of the quiz where I'm going to be looking directly at the quiz I made and I'm going to let you know what you need to know. So let's get into the topics. Monday, Monday, Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. We went over two mathematicians of the week this week, but on the last podcast, I went over Nathaniel Knox. So we're just going to go over who was supposed to be our official mathematician of the week, Paul Eridos. He was born March 26, 1913, died September 20th, 1996. And he dedicated his entire life to math by collaborating with over 500 other mathematicians. He wrote approximately 1,502 mathematical papers while working with discrete mathematics, graph theory, number theory, mathematical analysis, approximation theory, set theory, and probability theory. An interesting fact about him is that he had to relocate to the U.S. because he was Jewish. And he, it was very dangerous for him in Hungary during World War II around that time. Paul believed math was a social activity and was known for solving all these unresolved problems in mathematics that were seen as problems that could never be solved. An interesting fact about him is that he was homeless and he would just show up at people's houses to do math. Can you imagine a mathematician who is homeless showing up at your house to do math? I can't. That's this week's Mathematician of the Week, Paul Erdos. Club going up on a Tuesday. Okay, so on Tuesday we started Target... 2-4, I can solve an equation with no solution or infinitely many solutions. So we took our book notes that started on page 25, and the really important thing from this one was that we had three options for the solutions that we were doing, either A, no solution, B, one solution, or C, infinitely many solutions. So remember that a solution of an equation with one variable is the value of the variable that makes the equation true. So we are trying to figure out what would what what number in place of the variable would make the equation true. So either they, there's no vari- there's no numbers that make an equation true, there's one number, or there's infinitely many in these cases. So we started off with a set of numbers, and we tried to solve for x to figure out what the variable would be. We then figured out um, what would happen if you had no variable that would work. So if the answer was going to be no solution, when you solve for x, you would get an unbalanced equation. So an example would be like maybe you would get like 5 equals 3, which is just untrue because 5 and 3 aren't the same, aren't the same number. When you get one solution, you'd get x equals a number or whatever your variable is equal to n. So an example is if you get x equal to 4, that's one solution infinitely many solutions it would be for x you get like x equals x or n equals n so you'd have the same exact equation on both sides you'd have the same exact expression on both sides of the equal sign on both sides of the equation so if you had like 2x plus 5 equals 2x plus 5 that's going to be infinitely many solutions so again an equation has no solution if there's no valuable of the, no value of the variable that will create a true mathematical statement. An equation has infinitely many solutions if there are an unlimited number of values that will that uh, values of the variable that will make 
a mathematical statement true. So again, an equation is true when both sides of the equation have the same value. Otherwise, it's false. So that's how we know. After that, we just went through a bunch of solutions where we were all trying to just solve for the for the variable. So if the variable was z, we were trying to solve for z. Doing If we did one thing to one side of the equation, we did it to the other because we wanted to keep it balanced. And then we were talking about like what would happen... How do we know? Or like, what would happen if like we changed one variable? Like, what would happen if we shifted this a little bit? What would happen? Like, what? How would we get infinitely many solutions? What variable would we have to put into a certain expression to get infinitely many solutions? So a lot of this was we were talking about um, just kind of the theory behind it and more of like making sure we really understand. That there, what there's either one solution, infinitely many solutions, or no solutions. So the really important thing is you need to know when there's what situation would bring up a no solution answer, what situation would bring up a one solution answer, and what situation would bring up an infinitely many solution or infinitely many solutions. That's super important, and it's also going to be on your assessment. That's pretty much it. We just talked about those and we did a bunch of examples. And then you had your lesson 2-2 practice. Your homework was problems 15 through 21 on page 27. So if you did not finish those, you still have time and I will still take them for full credit. But just let me know if you have any questions, okay? It is Wednesday, my dudes. We're talking about Wednesday now. On Wednesday... We started 2-5 day one and it was a super, super short video and we only had nine problems for homework. So it was super, super fun. Our target was I can solve literal equations. That was target 2-5 in your book. And your homework was on page 30, uh, number six through nines, uh, six through nine and page 32, number 34 through 38. So we started off um, on page 28. And what we did was we started off with... Um, just talking about what a literal equation is. So remember, a formula describes how two or more quantities are related. Formulas are important for like a lot of different disciplines like mathematics, science, sports, economics. They're all used. So a formula is a literal equation, um, is an example of a literal equation. A literal equation contains more than one variable. So if you only have one variable, it's not a literal equation. It has to have at least two. So literal equations and formulas can be solved for a specific variable using the same procedures as the equations containing one variable. So we can use the same thing when we were solving two-step equations or one-step equations. We just got to make sure we are keeping our equations balanced. So again, a literal equation has more than one variable and the equation can be solved for the specific variable. And formulas are examples of, liter of, a, of a literal equation. A formula is an equation written using the symbol that describes the relationship between the two quantities. So an example of a literal equation is your slope-intercept form, y equals mx plus b, when m and b are actual numbers and you have actual numbers in there, y and x are both are two different variables, so that would be a literal equation. We then went through an example to figure out how we would solve for x. So again, you want to isolate the variable. We are trying to get the variable by itself. So if we do, if we subtract one side, we have to subtract the other side because besides isolating the variable, we have to keep our equation balanced because equations, the equal sign is a balance and the both sides of the equation have to be on the same playing field. 
So after that, we did a few examples. It wasn't that long. Basically, like one of our examples, we had ax plus 7 equals 3, and we wanted to solve for x. So if we had ax plus 7 equals 3, first we want to figure out how to isolate the x term. So we want to get the ax term by itself on that side of the equation. So we subtracted 7 from both sides of the equation, so we got ax equals negative 4. Then we wanted to somehow get rid of the a. a and x were being multiplied, so that means we have to do division because we have to do the opposite. So then you would get x equals negative 4 divided by a. We did two more examples, and then went to your check for understanding, where basically we talked about literal equations again. So when I say more than one variable, because this was important in our check for understanding, it's more than one variable that isn't the same. So if you have x's on both sides of the equal sign, those are the same variable. That's not a literal equation. Literal equations will have two different variables, not two variables in two different places. So again, when you're um, another really important thing to remember when you're solving a literal equation for a variable, you're going to solve it the exact same way we do two-step equations. So don't let that trip you up. That was all we did for Wednesday. So if you have any questions, make sure you let me know. And then also you can still turn in your homework for Wednesday and I will accept it for full credit. Now let's move on to Thursday. Okay, just remember Thursday. Thursday. Can you remember Thursday? <laughs> yeah, so Tuesday? <laughs> Thursday. Look, if you need help remembering, just think of it like this. The third day, all right? Monday, one day. Tuesday, two day. Wednesday, when? Huh? What day? Thursday. <laughs> the third day, okay? Okay, let us get started for Thursday. So I decided to change the lesson, which means I need to change the podcast. Um, so if you've listened to the old one here, we do have a new addition for our lesson. So today our question, our target was I can solve for literal equations. It is target 2-5. And instead of doing the word problems, I decided just to do more literal equations um, and how to get rid of the terms. And like, again, just more practice of basically what we were doing yesterday because word problems are just something we're not going to need to know for any of the assessments we are doing. So we have a worksheet for today. There are three problems that we go through together, and then there are three problems that you do on your own that I then go through after that. So the first problems we ask, what is immediately connected to the variable we are solving for? What operation do we do to, uh, what operation is it connected by? And what operation are we doing to undo it? So if we are solving for B, and it is times 2A, there, the um, immediately connected variables are 2a. We then know that they are being multiplied by, it's being 2a times b. They're being multiplied together. And to undo that, we have to do division. Then we ask ourselves, are there anything, is there anything we need to move to the right? If so, how do we move it over to the right? Are we going to use addition or subtraction? Um, and then you're going to solve. So anything you need to move to the right that you need to use addition or subtraction to get rid of, you are going to do first. And then you are going to divide or multiply after everything is moved over to the other side. Make sure when you are dividing or multiplying over to the other side, you do it to every single term on each side of the expression. So if you're dividing by 2a, you need to divide by 2a to every single term. If you're multiplying by 4, you need to multiply two by 4 to every single term. After that, we just go through three examples, kind of the quick. It's the same thing as yesterday, and there is a worksheet that is only five questions. 
So we're just solving literal equations for one variable and they have multiple variables. So if you have any questions, remember I have office hours from 2 down to 3 o'clock. Um, and I'll see you um, when we do our quiz overview. Okay, let's get started with our quiz review. Um, so I would just like to remind you that the targets are uh, learning target 2-2. I can solve equations with variables on both sides. Um, two dash, that's 2-1, I'm sorry. Uh, we are doing 2-2 and 2-3. I can write and solve an equation that model real-world situations. 2-4, I can solve an equation with no solution or infinitely many solutions. And 2-5, I can solve literal equations. So we're going to have four sections on this assessment. Um, the first two sections are 2-1 and 2-2 and 2-3. So you will be seeing these again. Um, this will be the second time you will see these, which means they go in the grade book after. For 2-1, it definitely says learning target 2-2 on your assessment, but it is 2-1. Eventually, I will fix it, I assume. Um, there's going to be four problems you're going to be asked to solve for a variable. But don't worry, it's not a literal equation. There's only one variable you have to use and worry about. Remember to be careful of negative numbers, um, be careful of fractions, and do the opposite of what's being done. So if you're adding on one side, you need to subtract to get rid of the addition. If you're multiplying, you need to divide, and so on and so forth. Also, combine like terms before you start. That's going to be really, really helpful. For 2-2 and 2-3, it is very, very similar to last assessment. It is practically the same. So you are being asked three questions. One of them is a word problem. The other two, you need to describe what you would need to do in order to solve the equation for the variable. I don't need you to solve the equation for the variable. I just need you to write what you should be doing, whether it's subtracting a number from both sides or dividing a number from both sides. I just need you to say, oh, we would divide four from both sides. Not saying that's on the assessment of that question because it's not. But that would be an example of an answer that I would want. For the last question, you're going to be asked to write an equation that represents the amount of time um, in T uh, that it would take for the companies to charge the same amount for window installation. And then you will have to solve for T. Last time you did not have to solve for it. You just needed to write the equation. This time you have to solve for it. So make sure you're reading the whole question. Scrolling down to our new targets, this is learning target 2-4. I can solve an equation with no uh, solution or infinitely many solutions. You will be asked three questions on this, um, and it's they're all the same but different um, expressions you'll be given. Does this equation have one solution, no solution, or infinitely many solutions? If it has one solution, what is the solution? So you're going to be asked to solve for the variable, so make sure you isolate it by keeping both sides of the equation balanced and doing what you do to one side to the other. Again, um, if it is no solution, it means you're going to have an unbalanced equation once you finish. If it's one solution, it will come out with one number. And if it's infinitely many solutions, you should have the same exact expression on both sides of the equation. This will be the first time you see it, so it will not go in the gradebook, and you'll see it two more times after this. And our last target will be 2-5. I can solve literal equations. You're going to have three equations you're going to solve for, and you're going to be asked to solve for one of the variables. So make sure, again, you know if you're dividing, you're going to multiply to get rid of that. If you're adding, you're going to subtract to get rid of that. 
very important for you just to be careful and go slow if you have any questions. But again, 2-5, you're going to solve very similarly to the what you do with 2-1. Because you can solve them in the same way. You just don't know, know any of the numbers for 2-5. You just have all the variables. So I really hope this helps if you're still listening. Um, I'm glad that you have decided to take the time and listen to this because I really love um, when you guys are advocating for yourselves and trying to expand your knowledge. So this is the end of our assessment review. So I'll see you in the outro. Okay, that is it for our really quick episode of After Class this week. We only really had three days of instruction. So I really hope that you guys are understanding 2-4 and 2-5. And remember that on your assessment, you will be uh, tested on 2-1 and 2-2 and 2-3 again. If you have any questions, remember my office hours are always after school from 2-10 to 3 o'clock. The Zoom link is in your Google Classroom. Um, But other than that, remember, turn in your homework if you haven't and have a great rest of your day. Looks like I'll be seeing you in class. Or maybe not.